Continuing with our confidence and resilience theme, we've invited businesswoman Adeline St. John from the Media Snark to join us today to talk about her journey in the business world and how she manages to juggle the demands of a highly successful business with family life. Adeline has over nine years experience in social media and digital marketing, previously on consumer brand side, and for the last five years running the Media Snug along with her business partner, Kerry. She thrives on developing strong social media strategies and content, which go above and beyond client briefs. With her extensive digital experience, Adeline uses her knowledge and creativity to create high impact video and content, which has been known to achieve viral coverage. Let's hand over to Ruby Boast, our digital marketing manager, to find out more. Thank you very much, Vicky, and welcome, Adeline. How are you today? Uh, fine, thank you, Ruby. Thank you so much to Cognition to having me today. I'm really excited about having this. Um, oh, you're so welcome. So, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to Media Snug? So, I first started off in digital and social media um, with a pet company many moons ago, um, I joined them as a, a social media manager. Um, back in the days when advertising on Facebook was a really new thing, um, and, and it was all about getting likes on your page and followers. Um, and then whilst I was working there, um, I, my children started at primary school, and I met um, a lady called Kerry, who is now my business partner. Um, and Kerry was in marketing and PR, um, and we used to have many chats over glasses of wine um, and these conversations led to Kerry convincing me it was a really good idea to set up my own business um, and to help her out on some of her clients. So I did it on the side whilst running, having the full time job and running my own business at the same time. Um, it was kind of unsustainable at one point and, um, and, and in the end I left my job and started working with Kerry on her clients. Um, doing social media and other digital things um, and it kind of got to the point where we were working together most of the week um, so she had her business I had my, my own business um, and we sat there one day and we were like we should just merge because <laughs> it makes sense well, the majority of our clients are together so so that's what we did and the media snub was born um, um, over lots of glasses of wine and talking about clients basically <laughs> Oh, wow. So what particular challenges have you faced as a working mother? I mean, this is a really good question. I'm sure lots of um, women in business would agree with me that one of the biggest challenges is school holidays. Um, the six weeks holiday I used to dread because I'd be like, right, OK, so I only have I only have a certain amount of holiday to take. Um, so uh, my husband, I'd say, right, you take a week off work. I'll take a week off work. Um, I had a sister-in-law who um, is a teacher, so she had the whole of the six weeks holiday off and she said she would have them for a week. So I'll be like, right, that's three weeks covered. What am I going to do for the rest of the three weeks? So I, I used to really dread the school holidays um, and, and yeah, running the house is also another kind of big deal as well, because you're, you're working full time. You still want to do your job as a mother, looking after the house. And then you have to kind of struggle with the feelings of guilt that comes with all of those things. So I, th I think that, that those three things are the main challenges I've found as, as, as a working mother, really. Yeah. So how have these challenges helped you to improve the work environment for your team? Well, I think I think you've got to be flexible. Um, you've got to realise that home life is actually more important than work life. 
You've, your staff have to be happy at work and they have to be happy at home as well. Um, and you can only understand those things if you communicate with your staff and, and make sure that their well-being is okay, that everything's okay at work. Because I think often sometimes staff will try and take on everything and they won't communicate with you that they're struggling sometimes or if something's too much or if they don't understand something. So communication is a really big key to making sure that um, that your staff are happy um, and then your home life's happy and being flexible when things pop up you know um, doctor's appointments um, or, or you've got to be home for something for some reason or other if you're flexible as a boss then your staff will give you back a hundred percent more so um, I think that's really important just to be flexible and realizing that home life's more important than work yeah, I think the last last 18 months have kind of proved that point really, really well, that you don't need to be in a job and working from nine till five. Um, you know, my first job, I remember it was like the hours were eight thirty to five o'clock and it was really rigid and, you know, you had to go through hoops to get a dentist or a doctor's appointment. But the working world's changed, hasn't it? I think that's really benefited working parents, definitely. Yeah, I remember someone saying to me once when I wanted a doctor's appointment, um, well, you'll have to take half a day. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've had to do that before. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, my attitude is if if a doctor appointment crops up, which it does, because we're not perfect, mm. um, well, you know, they have have the time to go to the doctor's appointment because I know my staff will give me that time at a later date when we're under pressure or if we've got a deadline or something like that. It's all about mm. give and take, isn't it? I mean, if you if you're flexible with your staff, they will give you that back. Mm. No, I totally agree with that. So how would you say COVID's impacted the media snog? So um, I think it forced you into having face-to-face conversations online. And you yeah. know, I mentioned about communicating earlier. Um, it, it's really important that you have those conversations. And I think because we're all forced onto Zoom, which we all hate now, um, <laughs> but it made you have those conversations. It made you ask the questions, are you all right? How's your family? um oh the dog is not well why is the dog not well or um or what's happening at home you, you can tell from somebody's face what's going on and you don't always have those conversations when you're in an office environment and I think that um COVID impacted that by forcing us having these conversations it became the norm to have the interruptions from home um, like I was saying, the dog whiffing in the background, the postman knocking at the door. I mean, the amount of um, client meetings I've been in and, you know, it's like, oh, sorry, I've got to go. Someone's at the door. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that in an office environment? It'd be, it would be almost rude. But now it's the norm, isn't it? I think we've got to know our customers better, actually. I think we've seen a side to yeah. our customers that we ha- obviously haven't seen before. And that's, I think yeah. that, yeah, it's been, yeah. that's been really refreshing actually yeah it's, it's given everybody the human side and I think mm. you can make that in business because mm. everyone was like suited and booted you must be at your best you must mind your p's and q's but mm. you can't do that I mean just that um that BBC clip you know with the guy who was being interviewed on the BBC and then his his uh babies came in on the walker and then yeah. the and then the nanny came in after that's life that is that is how it is and yeah. you know, for a client, whether you're a staff member, you know, wherever you're from, it's given us the human side. We've had to accept that life isn't 
you know, peachy all of the time. And that we've got to be flexible and understanding with everybody that we're dealing with. Yes. Yeah, um, so you have two apprentices. What advice would you give to someone starting out their marketing career? Well, from my experience of um, having staff over the years, I'd say that you don't need a degree if you don't want to go down the degree to the degree route. There's some really good colleges out there that offer really good marketing courses. Um, and you can you can be flexible. You can there, there are really good degrees out there as well. But with a with a marketing college course, you can work at the same time as getting your qualifications. Um, and I think that you know get finding the right company as well to work along with. Uh, I mean, I'm, I know Ruby, you're you're uh, you found Cognition, haven't you? You've been able to work alongside Cognition. Yeah which is a really good opportunity. And there's loads of companies out there that will give you those opportunities, whether it's um, a degree or whether you're um, getting your qualification through college. There's so much opportunity and so many different um, availabilities within, within the industry um, that, you know, I think you've got lots of options out there. So I think really um, survey the land and check out what's going to be best for you and approach lots of companies that um, that might be able to give you those opportunities as well. No, definitely. That's really good advice, I'd say. So can you tell us a little bit about the Media Snug? What services do you offer? How do you differentiate yourselves? So we are an award-winning digital marketing <laughs> And I say that because um, uh, in a couple of days' time, we're attending an award ceremony. Um, we're finalists in five categories. Wow. And in a couple of weeks' time, we're finalists again in another awards ceremony. Um, and we're finalists in two categories in there. So we're really excited about that. So we're, um, we have won awards before, but um, we're really excited to be finalists in several categories coming up. There's lots um, of new outfits as well for those award ceremonies. <laughs> I'm, I'm mostly panicking about if wearing the same dress to two ceremonies <laughs> there, there'll be photos there but um I, I have got two dresses but I was hoping to wear one <laughs> you know recycle nominated in that's amazing um so we are we've been nominated in a business chameleon um uh eco campaign um there's loads I can't remember them all but um we're we're finalists for two in the business women's awards and then in the SME's Hertfordshire awards as well so we've got the Hertfordshire awards coming up on Thursday and then in a couple well, of weeks it's all women business isn't it is that right is it all yes yes we're all women um yeah. we've got a few uh freelancers that we work with that are not women <laughs> but, um, there to come in the office <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, we, we, we were quite excited about going for the women's one because um, there was a campaign that we worked on that was particularly successful and that was basically all women as well. Mm -hmm. we, we are a force to be reckoned with, ladies. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, we're a digital marketing design content PR agency and we like to offer um, a range of services to um, local, national and international. We've got um, clients abroad as well. Um, we, we, we like to offer um, a holistic range of tools to our clients, um, which includes website design, SEO, digital and offline marketing, PR, social media, as I've already mentioned, um, written and visual content, 
graphic design workshops and influencer campaigns. So we try and work with our clients to develop um, a plan that fits in with their kind of timescales or um, launches or budgets or resources, etc. So as a business, what is one of the main challenges you have faced? I think the number one is finding the right staff. And I think any business owner will say the same thing. Once you've found the right staff, you can fly. But if you get kind of like the wrong staff, it can suck you into this like chasm of trying to deal with issues all of the time, which can be really frustrating. Um, and I think the number two challenge would be um, not being afraid to let some of your clients go. The ones that don't quite fit or the ones that take advantage of you, um, the ones that don't make sense financially. Um, sometimes when you're setting up a new business, you, you, you can feel that desperation to keep a client. But I think don't, don't be afraid to let them go because sometimes a client like that can sap everything out of you, which means you're, you don't then um, feel available to go search for new business. Um, and get the right client so I think it's really important don't be afraid to let that client go and cleanse your soul as it were and then go out and get the right client and I think that those really things nice. yeah right but get the right staff and get the right clients I think they're they're the most um important I think they're the biggest challenges any business will face mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what has media snug done to help businesses through the pandemic but something we're quite proud of actually is that we launched the first digital trade show within the parenting industry. Um, we work alongside the um, Harrogate Nursery Fair, which usually happens in March, um, but obviously that didn't happen with COVID. Um, and me and Kerry sat down and we were thinking, right, how can we help our clients? What can we do? Um, so we, we really concentrated on creating um, ideas to help our, our clients and our business get through the pandemic. So uh, the first thing that we did was a digital trade show, which was fantastic. It had over 400 um, people that came to the, to the trade show online. Um, we did other things like online shopping events, um, other, other digital events that um, really helped our clients um, make money, number one, get, get traffic to their websites. And, and we all got through the pandemic really well actually we did really well through covid i'm not going to deny it i know some companies struggled but um when you put your mind to it and you come up with the ideas you can achieve anything and i think that's what we really tried to do when the pandemic first hit also i think it probably really helped because you are as we know you guys really well because we shared an office with you for a number of years but you are at the forefront of sort of digital technology aren't you so that must have really really helped you kind of to survive the pandemic and for your clients and customers because you were always at the forefront of that technology and what you can do digitally aren't you you know yeah. so you've got to push the boundaries you've got to see yeah. right okay there's a problem how can we fix it and that's yeah. exactly what we did you know when covid hit we lost four of our biggest clients straight off mm. and that's why we sat down me and Kerry sat down together and we were like and I'll never forget it it was it was, it was amazing weather, wasn't it, during COVID? It was amazing when we were locked down. We were sat in the garden, I think, in April with a with a, another glass of wine, dare I say. <laughs> and we were like, right, okay, we're just going to brainstorm the whole time. So we brainstormed and we came up with the idea for the digital trade show, the mm -hmm. online shopping events. We came up with other ideas as well. And 
And I think we implemented 80% of our ideas. And yes, we had to use te new technologies. Um, we had to think outside the box, but it can be done. There's, and, and I know some people buried their heads in the sand and you can't do that. When, when you're a business owner and a problem hits, you need to think on your feet. And I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later on about thinking on your feet. So lastly, what advice would you give to your daughter? I think in school, they don't teach you the nuts and bolts of running a business or, or even how to set one up. I don't think they inspire children enough to say, you can set up your own business. It's all about um, getting your grades, going to university, all of those things. But I think that there is room for young children having an idea and running with it. And I think with my both of my children um, and my daughter, if they've got a business idea, go for it. Just go for it. If you've got an idea, write it down on paper. See, see if it will work. You know, talk to a few um, other business owners. Um, ask them about it. Um, and then ask them for advice and help because... We, we would give it to, you know, young people, especially um, the media snug. We've always tried to help young people. We've had um, lots of people come in for work experience. We've, tried, we've taken on apprentices. We've taken on young people and trained them. Um, we've taken young people to events to help us so they can get a feel for, you know, how these things work. Um, so I think, you know, don't be afraid to think of an idea about running a business. Go for it. Just, you know. Don't, don't be afraid of it. And the other thing I'd say, especially to my daughter, is don't be afraid to wing it. And this is what I'll say about thinking on your feet. I think some people, some young people have lost the ability to wing it. And you might, you might laugh, but in business, you need the ability to be able to think on your feet. And you might not always have the answers in that situation, but um, if you can say, do you know what, I'm not sure about that. I'm going to come back to you on it. People respect that. But if you can also think on your feet and, and you know, wing certain situations, you need that ability to do it. And as a young person, don't be afraid to be in those situations and push yourself a little bit, because that's what it's all about in business. It's being in new situations, learning as you go, because that's that's what you have to be able to do that as a business owner, because you don't know everything. And I think that's the main thing um, is not to be afraid of that. That's really good advice, because I think that's how you learn, actually, isn't it? When you're put into situations that are out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and I think if, if we all sat and thought about it, we've all been in situations where you're like, oh, oh I'm not sure about this. Oh, how am I going to get out of this? Or how am I going to deal with this? You know, it might yeah. be a business meeting or you might be that you're pitching for new business or something like that where you've really got to think on your feet and think of a solution or think of um, an outcome or, you know, and you have to be able to push yourself. But don't be afraid of that. I think don't feel nervous about it just go with it and and if you don't know the answer then you say I'm not sure about that I don't know the answer I'll get back to you on that yeah. one and then yeah. research it so I think I've got a lot of work in event management haven't we I think you just have that's when that really comes into into yeah. play when I mean, you just have to kind of smile at the biggest smile on your face when you know everything else is going absolutely yeah <laughs> exactly it's <laughs> exactly. so, somebody actually asked me this question the other day they said to me what, what advice would you give to your children or to somebody setting out in business and I said exactly that and they were a bit shocked but I was like but you, you need that skill yeah. and if you haven't got it you need to work on it 
So don't don't look like shell shocked when you're in a situation. Just like you need to be like calm and um, figure it out, and you'll be fine. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. Just go with it. That's I think that's the that's the main thing. But um, you know, and, and I have tried to teach my both of my children that, but especially my daughter because she's not as confident as me. I'm a very confident person. And I think that does help, but my daughter isn't as confident as me. So I've tried to give her those skills um, growing up. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Alan, for joining us today. It's been so great talking to you and learning a bit about the media snug. Um, thank you. I'll just hand over to Vicky. Oh, yeah, thanks, thanks Alan. Absolutely no, fantastic. No problem at all. Thanks for and having me. If we've got, obviously, we have lots of listeners that are wanting to know how to get in touch with you. What's the best way to get in touch with the media snug? Um, so you can uh, check out our website, mediasnub.com, and you'll be able to get in contact with us um, on the Contact Us page, and we'd love to hear from you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. And, um, yeah, great, great advice, and look forward to chatting to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.